0: Right. welcome back to the Mosh Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again. My name is Carl and I am your host. Lots of news to cover this week, lots of reviews on deck. Quite a bit of stuff has happened since we last spoke, so we're going to jump right in and be sure to cover all of it in the limited amount of time that we have. The biggest piece of news this week, as I hinted uh, in the last episode, was this kind of teaser that The Ghost Inside might be doing something soon, and they have finally told us what that is. They have announced that they will be playing a show Saturday, July 13th, in Los Angeles, California, at the Shrine. Tickets go on sale March 1st, according to this Instagram post, ...from their vocalist, Jonathan Vigil. This is, of course, a one-off show, but a very big step for this band. Now, four years, almost, since their, uh, since their very tragic bus accident... ...that took the lives of two people and left all of the members of the band... ...with serious injuries that they are still recovering from. Uh, of course, their drummer had to get his leg amputated. Uh, their guitar player lost a couple toes... It was a very serious, very tragic accident. I'm sure you're aware of it, but just to give some background, it's been about three and a half years, and they have slowly, slowly been building back up to a point where they can play music again. Uh, They were booked to play Warp Tour a couple years ago, and then... Obviously, they couldn't play, and then the next year, they were supposed to play, and they still couldn't, so this has been a long time coming. Uh, It is just a one-off show for now. We don't know if there's more music, if they're going to play new music at the show, Um, but we have a week until tickets go on sale. This is going to be huge. Uh, Just based on my research, the Shrine seems to be like a bit of a bigger venue, so the band is assuming that there will be quite a large crowd for this show. I'm uh, giving it thought about flying out to LA. I would definitely love to see the band play if I'm able to. This is a huge, huge event. Um, So if you're in that area and you don't go, you are a bozo because you should definitely support this band and check them out. This is their first show in a long time. So that's the big news of the week. The Ghost Inside is officially back at least as far as playing a new show Um, they're definitely writing new music they've been doing some little teasers here and there so good to see the ghost inside guys are getting back into the routine so long after this uh, very tragic accident so moving on from there we're going to go into the next big piece of news from the week and that was as i lay dying announcing support for their u.s tour It has been announced that they will be joined on this tour by Currents. Phineas and a band called Frost Coffin, I'm not familiar with Frost Coffin, but I am very familiar with Currents and Phineas, so this is a very stacked lineup, we know that uh, As I Lay Dying, one of their shows, I think it was in Tennessee, was cancelled due to the uh, backlash of them playing there, and uh, the members of the community weren't too happy about Tim Lambesis playing there, so they cancelled the show, Uh, fine, that's well within their right, But the tour will continue as planned. Um, This tour, if I'm not mistaken, stretches from, if I can actually pull it up here, starts uh, March 15th in St. Louis and runs all the way until April 6th in Springfield, Missouri. They did add a new show in Belvedere, Illinois on April 5th. They have a few dates that have sold out so far, so that's pretty exciting for that band. Um, if you're a fan and you're willing to check out that show or that lineup, be sure to because it runs for a little bit of time starting next month, which is only a few days away. So pretty exciting news from As I Lay Dying, Currents, Phineas, and Frost Coffin. Uh, the next big piece of news that I guess is big to a lot of people, but I frankly uh could not care less, is the band, I Prevail, um, (laughs) I have to laugh, because I, I want to remain impartial, and I want to talk about this from an impartial stance, um, I, I absolutely, um, am not a fan of this band, uh, I think they're corny, and I think they, um, I think they kind of, you know, encompass all of the things that are wrong with, uh, ...with the core music genres, but nevertheless they have announced that their new album will be titled Trauma, they did not give a date, they shared the artwork, they did not share a track listing, but in absolutely predictable, typical I Prevail fashion... Uh, All that they said other than the title of our next album is Trauma. Uh, Underneath that, they wrote 100,000 shares on this post and we dropped the first single. Um, That kind of gives you a glimpse into what I Prevail is about if you're not super familiar with them. They are a very social media driven band. Um, They're well known for their covers of pop songs And uh, they've gotten some backlash for that, and they have responded to that backlash basically by saying that um, somehow they worked hard or worked harder than every other band just by doing all the things you're supposed to do when you're an up-and-coming band. Um, They have 1.3 million likes on Facebook, which is... Good for them, you know. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, take away from the fact that they clearly have a sizable following. So good for them. Uh, their new album will be out at some point. I guess if they get a hundred thousand shares on that post, they will drop the first single because they are not bound by the constraints of um, any type of any type of uh, label or you know, what you're supposed to do when you're releasing an album. So that was the next piece of big news. Uh, This next piece of news that I do care about quite a bit is that this tour, this little mini tour between Touche Amore and Pianos Become the Teeth, uh, they'll be playing four shows starting April 9th in Baltimore, then April 10th in Philadelphia. April 12th in Brooklyn, and April 13th in Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, Touche Amore and Pianos Become the Teeth, each of them will be playing their debut LPs. Touche Amore's is To the Beat of a Dead Horse, and Pianos Become the Teeth's is Old Pride. These are both great records that you should definitely check out if you haven't, Um, but to hear these albums played in full is going to be pretty interesting. I'm thinking about heading out to that Philly show. Uh, I was a big fan of To the Beat of a Dead Horse when I first heard it. Um, You know, the Pianos Become the Teeth record is fine, it's a good record, but I didn't really get into that band until they kind of switched over to their more um, alternative rock kind of sound that they're currently sticking with. I was a big fan of their LP that came out last year. Um, But yeah, this is pretty cool, seeing them join forces and play these albums front to back in uh, some Northeast shows. Pretty interesting. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll be bringing those dates out West. I know Piano's Become the Teeth is a Baltimore-based band, so no surprise that they're playing Baltimore, but Touche Amore hails from California, and I would think that uh, maybe they might play some shows on the West Coast, but that remains to be seen. These could just be Four shows and then that's it. So nice news from the dudes in Touche More and Pianos Become the Teeth. Uh, very keen to hear those albums played front to back and see the reaction because some people, um, <laughs> some people have complained about at least uh, the the different sonic decisions that those bands have made since the release of those albums. But you can't please everyone. So uh, the next big piece of news. That came out this week, I guess, is kind of a lesser piece of news, but it's pretty pretty big to me because these guys are um, pretty important in my circle. And that is the band Born Anew, signing to Stay Sick Records. They will have a full-length album called Eternal Isolation out on April 26th. I will be reviewing the lead single of that album called Buried Youth later in the program, but this is pretty cool. Um, a lot of my friends love this band. I love this band. They're from New Jersey, so I've seen a lot about them over the past couple of years in my circle. A lot of people have been hyping them up, and for good reason. They're very heavy, very uh, very good for this new wave of uh, stay sick bands that they're kind of going for the more um, gut-punching balls-to-the-wall-style heavy bands. So, good for the guys in Born and New. Very excited to hear that new LP in April and very excited to review the new track later on in the program. The last piece of news that I have also will coincide with a review, and that is The Damned Things, which, if you're not familiar with this band, is a supergroup comprised of Joe and Andy from Fallout Boy, Scott Ian from Anthrax, Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die, and they are now joined by Alkaline Trio bassist Dan Andriano to replace Josh Newton from Every Time I Die and uh, Rob Caggiano from Volbeat and Anthrax. So that's their new lineup, but the core is still there. They will be releasing a new album in April which will be called High Crimes, and they are currently streaming their brand new single, which is entitled Cells, and I'll be reviewing it later on in the program. This is pretty big news. These guys have not put out an album, I believe, since 2010, I want to say, was when their last album came out, Ironiclast. Um, These guys are great. They're very powerful southern kind of rock and metal band uh if the members alone don't give you some hints to that uh keith buckley obviously i'm a big fan of everything he does but it's really cool to hear andy and joe from fallout boys stepping out of that style of music which i can't say i'm a big fan of the last couple fallout boy projects but uh, this project i'm a big fan of i know uh, andy specifically has a lot of hardcore credibility he plays drums in a lot of hardcore bands in the midwest so no questioning his credentials there and uh, scotty in from anthrax you know big thrash fan when I was growing up. Anthrax was one of the first thrash bands that I got into and fell in love with. Scott Ian is a great guitar player, great guy. Super excited to hear this new LP, High Crimes, which will be coming out in April, actually April 26th. So that wraps it up for the news side of things. Obviously a huge, huge, uh, Display of news this week. Lots of stuff came out that I was trying to wrangle all of it together and uh, cohesively organize it. But we're gonna get into the reviews side of things now. I have three albums that I'm gonna review and two songs that I'm going to review. I obviously mentioned the new Born a New and the Damned Things songs, but uh, <laughs> you know, I I thought about these album reviews and I thought if I wanted to actually review two of the three albums that I'm going to be reviewing. Uh, the one that I am I was 100% positive I was going to review is the new Promise Breaker album Televiolence. I have a lot to say about this album and I'm going to try to keep it concise, um, try to organize my thoughts and keep it in a reasonable time limit. Um, the other two albums though would be a little bit more tough for me to keep my thoughts kind of uh, under wraps. Um, The first of which is the new Attila album, Villain, and I have decided to review it. I'm just kind of trying to decide how I should review it. Uh, And the other one is Lil Pump's The Harvard Dropout. Now, I know Lil Pump is obviously not a hardcore or a metalcore um, artist. I know that He's probably pretty polarizing to people in these scenes. But to be honest, uh, I'm a huge fan of Lil Pump. I think he's great. I think his music is fun. And that's why I'm going to be reviewing his new LP. So those are all the things on deck for the review section. And we're going to hop right into the single side of things. Starting off with the brand new track, as I mentioned from the band The Damned Things, Uh, This track is called Cells and it is great <laughs> I just want to bury the lead right there and say that this track is great um, Keith Buckley's vocals on this track sound amazing he's shredding his throat with these very uh, in your face yells to begin the track the real standout element of course is the guitar playing there's a great guitar solo at the end of the song um, there's some nice guitar interludes that give it some real southern metal and hardcore kind of flair the The drums sound amazing, the bass sounds amazing, the whole package is great here. Uh, I'm looking forward to new things from The Damned Things. Um, The thing about this band that a lot of people, I guess, will underestimate is that Maybe even though I'm not a fan of Fall Out Boy, it does take a different perspective when you're writing with guys that are tried and true, you know, metal and hardcore giants like Scott Ian and Keith Buckley, and there is a little bit of a, um, more of a rock flair, I guess not necessarily from Fall Out Boy's current material, but it's good to have a, a, a variety of perspectives in the writing room when you're coming up with Uh, a song as versatile as this one you know there are moments of this song that could easily classify as a rock song and then there's some heavier bits that could classify as you know straight up metal so it's nice to hear them work with a bunch of different influences and have you know the guitar solo but also the strong in your face riffs so very exciting to hear from the damn things after all these years uh, the next single, the last single that I'm going to be reviewing, is the new one from the band Born Anew, which is called Buried Youth. Um, this track is great. You know, I will say that um, a lot of heavy bands that play in this style can kind of become a little uh, generic and a little dime a dozen. This track stands out to me. You know, The vocal style is delivered very abrasively. It's it's memorable, you know, it's... It, The vocalist, yeah, while I think it's a little, you know, I'm not really a huge fan of when vocalists say things like, you know, break it down or whatever in the middle of a song um, like what happens in this song, I think it kind of adds character and it's endearing and it's charming. Uh, The instrumentals are just absolutely gut-punching, they're, they're totally, uh, heavy, I, I mean, I don't know how else to describe them other than heavy, the bass is really thick, the drums are really thick, you know, there's a section in the song in the breakdown where, uh, the drummer is just riding the, the bell on his cymbal, and it's just pounding away, and it's just ringing, it's such a, uh, you know, unique sound to hear, um, to hear bands like this switch it up and add in some new elements and still stay true to that, you know, relentlessly heavy type of sound. But these guys do it well. I'm very excited to hear their new LP, which is coming out in April as well, actually the same day as the Damn Things LP. So both of these singles uh, obviously are great, caught my attention, and I'm very excited to hear the full albums when they do come out. Um, Now we're going to get into these uh, LP reviews. I'm going to start off with the Promise Breaker one, because that will probably be the easiest one for me to organize my thoughts. Um, Promise Breaker is a, oh god, what genre would I call them? Let's just call them a metal band from Carlisle, Pennsylvania. This is their third full-length LP. It's called Televiolence. They just put it out this week. And, uh, geez, you know, I've been a fan of these guys for a few years now. I've booked them to play a show and met them and gotten to talk to them. They're super nice, super down-to-earth dudes, some of the best musicians you'll ever meet. They're so dedicated and so uh, invested in their craft, and it really shows, especially on this LP, because they've been working on it for two years now. They've been pouring their heart and soul into it, and it's evident. Um, This this album runs 31 minutes across 14 tracks, and, uh, you know, It doesn't let up it's if you're if you're looking for a break in the middle of this thing if you're looking for some relenting from the heaviness it doesn't come uh this album even though 31 minutes may not seem like a long time it is uh just an onslaught and it totally punches you in the face and it comes and goes quickly but it you know you're getting punched in the face the entire time um the big thing about this LP that I think stands out from their last two, which are both great, uh, is the varied use of vocals. I think Tyler's vocals on this LP are amazing. Like he, I saw him write a status on Facebook where he said he was trying to do something different with his voice on every single track, and it's abundantly clear. You know, there's moments on this LP where he's just shredding, just total with this like natural guttural sound that comes out of his throat and then there's other songs where he's whispering and he's kind of wincing and and just kind of floating almost sounding like something you'd hear in a corn song or a system of a down song and then there's moments where he just goes flat out and he's yelling at you not even screaming just yelling and it sounds like something you'd hear in like a thrash metal song it's totally amazing the the variety of influences like i said you know there's some corn on here there's some nails on here there's some like metallica and stuff on here there's a little bit of something for everyone if you're into the heavier side of things you know it gets into the slam territory and then very quickly it'll jump back into new metal it's all very uh it's all very seamless in the transitions and i really love this record i've been listening to it non-stop ever since it came out um you know It's hard for me to stop listening to it because it's so well done that the tracks all flow together. Um, I think what I will say about my favorite tracks, in terms of my favorite tracks, um, I don't think that... There's not a track on this LP that I dislike, but if I were to pick out the ones that stand out, for me, it is probably Fantasies, My Only Exit, Contraption, um, Under the Digital Sun counting uh brand new pain and eat those tra- i mean i want to i want to say every single track because they're all so good but especially contraption there's like it's hard for me to describe what it sounds like but you'll know what i mean it's in the very beginning of the song where tyler's almost rapping with his vocals he's just you know firing off these verses very quickly and then the riff comes in to kind of you know, match the intensity and match the rapping. It's very fast. It's very in-your-face. This LP is freaking amazing, and I love it, and I wish I could talk about it for hours and hours. Like I said, I'm trying to keep my thoughts on the concise side of things so I can fit in the other two reviews, but yeah, I mean, this album is dark. It's very creepy to listen to. It's almost like a horror movie. You know, there's some little skits interspersed and some, you know, vocalizations that are just very creepy and sound very eerie and make this album incredibly, you know, unsettling to listen to. The atmosphere is so wicked. It just totally creeps up on you and the heaviness makes it all the more abrasive. So, uh, I wouldn't call it a 10, But it's hard for me to not heap praises on this album and say that it's a a near-perfect album. It really is, and I just feel like it's my life's work to make sure that people listen to this band. So if there's one album or one song that you listen to because of uh, this podcast, either this specific episode or any episode, let it be Promise Breaker's new album, Televiolence. Um, Start off with Contraption or Under the Digital Sun, just jump right in I mean it's it's like it's like jumping into cold water once you're in it's it's totally consuming and it'll be a, a blast for you So those are my thoughts on the very 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 good new album from promise Breaker and uh, let's jump into my thoughts on a very 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 bad album which is the new Attila album villain um oh God all right how do I want to do this let's just say that I'm not really a fan of Attila, but I did check out this new album, Villain. It is 10 songs, it is 31 minutes, and it is not good. Um, I listen to every single track. You know, I will say, as much as I dislike Attila, my primary complaint is Franz and his lyrics. His vocals aren't even that bad, uh... I you know his screamed vocals aren't that bad you know I'm I'm impressed by his ability to you know fire off raps while screaming I'm impressed by the 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 delivery but what he's saying is so cringeworthy. And I know that's the joke. You know, I I know a lot of people are going to probably listen to this and say, you know, you're not understanding the joke. I get the joke about Attila. It's just not funny anymore. It hasn't been funny in a few years. Like when I first found out about them when I was in high school, it was hilarious. And then it wasn't so funny anymore. And then it was funny again for a little bit because it hadn't been funny in so long. And now it's just flat out It's tired, it's boring, it's, you know, I don't want to hear any more from this band. Uh, I will say as well, the instrumentals are mostly pretty good, pretty listenable, pretty heavy. Uh, The guitar solos are okay, I guess. The breakdowns are okay. Um, You know, most of it is pretty run-of-the-mill as far as, you know, heavy metalcore goes. But the vocals and the lyrics ah oh no please god no uh not a fan definitely not for me i gave it a chance i i saw a lot of comments around the internet from people saying that this one was different and it's not as bad as their last album in terms of the content but uh no still not for me still not a fan um if you're a fan, good for you, I guess, it's alright, um, but at the risk of, you know, at the risk of the irony being lost on me, uh, let's do this l- this last album review, which coincidentally happens to be the new Lil Pump album, Harvard Dropout, and I know that it's going to be a little bit of a stark contrast to go from saying that I hate Attila because the joke isn't funny, to talking about Lil Pump, who, in a lot of people's minds, is a joke, That isn't very funny. I don't really think of Lil Pump... I I don't take him seriously. Um, I listen to Lil Pump's music when I want to listen to music that is just fun and is just meant to be fun and is just meant to kind of, you know... Get your head bobbing and make you think that it's you know, you just just have a good time. Just kind of dissociate from the deeper part of things and have a good time. Um, this LP, I will say, as big a fan as I am of Lil Pump's uh self-titled mixtape, this one is way better. Like I you know, I was a fan of that that first mixtape. This LP is great though, like the instrumentals, the the beats are really well done. They fit his style very well. There's some really impressive features on this thing. Like obviously, there's I Love It with Kanye West, but he lands a little Pump feature or a little Wayne feature. Sorry, a little Uzi Vert feature. He's got YG and Two Chains on a song. I mean, listen. I know this is like a a heavy, you know, metalcore, hardcore, whatever core podcast, but like. I, you know, I like, I like rap a lot. I don't, you know, I don't consider myself like a hip hop head, I guess. I like rap. I don't know a ton about like what's trending. You know, I like, I'm on the outside looking in, but I do, I genuinely like Lil Pump as somebody who for a long time hated rap because of people who made music similar to Lil Pump before Lil Pump was a thing. And I think when you stop taking Lil Pump so seriously and you just kind of listen to him as like a mindless kind of turn-up artist is when he becomes fun. But this uh, this new album is, you know, there's some pretty good songs on it. And I will say that, you know, there's some repetition. There's some moments that it can be kind of annoying. And uh, I think it's the song with YG and 2 Chains where it has Lil Pump like humming as part of the beat and it just loops over and over and over and it's very annoying. But by and large, this LP is not bad, it's listenable, it's re-listenable, the features are great, who cares that the lyrics are mindless, uh, it's fun, it's, you know, kind of mindless turn-up music, uh, I don't party, so, you know, this is kind of my way of, uh, relating to the youths and their, their party culture, I'm having a good time recording this, you know, I'm chuckling and laughing, but I'm serious, I, I think, you know, this LP is genuinely fun to listen to, I had a great time listening to it, I smiled a lot, isn't that what music is about, smiling and having a good time, and, uh, kind of, you know, walking away with a memorable experience, if that's not what music's about, then, uh, get me off the, get me off the mailing list, I don't want to be a part of it anymore, so, um, I guess if I, ah, god, do I want to do what my favorite tracks are? Um, yeah, sure. I guess I liked uh I love it. That's, you know, it's a good song. I think it's fun. Uh I liked "For Show For Show" with Offset. I liked "Racks on Racks." Um I liked "Butterfly Doors." I liked "Multi-Millionaire" with Lil Uzi Vert. Uh I liked the song "Vroom Vroom Vroom." I liked "Be Like Me" featuring Lil Wayne. And uh I liked "Drug Addicts" and I liked "Shket It." And uh Yeah, I liked most of the songs. There wasn't... I don't think there was a song that I hated. There were a couple songs that I could see myself skipping or um, wouldn't really complain about skipping. But by and large, good LP, good fun. That's Lil Pump for me. He's fun. (laughs) So thanks for sticking around. If you've made it this far, I know this one was a little bit less formal, a little bit less... uh, Little bit less serious. We had some fun doing this one. Um thanks for thanks for listening. I'll be sure to, you know, keep trying to find a regular schedule. I know I'm posting these on different days every week. Um I'm thinking I'm gonna start moving to either Sundays or Mondays. So this one will probably go up on a Sunday, but I may have to move to Monday. We will see. Thanks as always though for listening. Uh, be sure to share with your friends and pass the word on. It really helps me out. It really supports me because uh, I do this for free and for fun because I have nothing better to do. So thanks as always for listening. Um, peace and love. Thank you.